I'm Tim. And I'm Welcome. This is Popcorn Pulse 65. And that's the sound of the heater in the background. Because I forgot to turn it back down to a single. Oops. You can definitely see that in the waves in there. Anyway. Somebody's going to care about our sound quality at some point, right? No. 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 As soon as we can no longer afford hosting and have to take the site down? Yeah. Next week. <laughs> so anyway. Because we'd be losing subscribers. We need a Patreon or something. What do you think? Patreon? Sure. Think a Patreon. What do you guys think? In fact, let's no longer think. I think we're just going to set up a Patreon. Cool. Waltal's uh, figured that out for us. There you go. Waltal's already figured it out because it's not that hard. I'll just sign up. Pretty much. But yeah, no, because we don't we don't have people aren't subscribing anymore because our perks have gone to shit, and I don't blame them because our perks have gone to shit. But I believe in a Patreon type situation. A, you don't have to give a lot. You don't have to give like our current ten dollar a month subscription fee. You could just do a a per show, or you could do a, a dollar per month, or whatever suits you. Just to help us actually stay on because. Otherwise, we're not going to stay on. The, the show will go away. All of the shows. We don't want that. You don't want that. Advertising would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be. If we went on YouTube, we could probably get advertising. We could at least monetize the videos yes, for the most part. Yes, exactly. The, the podcasting and monetizing is hard these days. It's very hard. Yeah. Especially with the kind of content we have where we like to say things like fucking shit and other things. Yes. It's a lot. Although that wouldn't help us on YouTube much be harder to monetize with the uh, with our explicitness. Me, I think we uh, we could we could work on it, just not curse as much and probably be okay. Sure. But anyway, aside from dreaming big, let's get back to the topic at hand. But do look for a Patreon link. Uh, see this episode. Why not? But it wouldn't be that hard to get that set up before this goes live. I would hope not. Considering and anything, anything. Although, don't go crazy. We don't want you to be like, $50 a show! I mean, it'd be cool and all, but... Be reasonable. So, can I, can, before we get into the actual meat of the movies, uh, I want to I stop and ask something. Movies. Who, who, in their Ooh. fucking mind, decided that Chips needed to be rebooted? <laughs> As a movie, Baywatch. So what do you expect? I just, I'm befuddled. Like, I, like it's one of those things. Like you hear, like occasionally, Pete. Like you occasionally hear those, like fucking Gen Xers, like Seth MacFarlane's age, like make mention of chips. And all I know is Eric Estrada those and it has Gen some... Xers. Yes. So you just said. Yes. You know you're Gen X, right? Sure. Well, no, well, wait. You're not really Gen X. I don't know. You're right on the cusp, but nobody can agree the exact dates. Nope. Although we're getting slightly better about it. Uh, I am, I am at this point, according to enough sources, officially part of the millennials. The millennials. Yes. I, uh, I cannot, I cannot uh, any more claim the X. Enough people have decided that it started slightly before that because I think they wanted to be a millennials. I don't, I don't know. know. Or I think what it was is the X's were trying to push people out. They're trying to not be part of those millennials. Fucking millennials. Well, hey, the important thing is millennials are all focused on yelling at the baby boomers, and the Gen Xers could just hang back and be right easy for a while. Is it just me or millennials, like, the longest-running generation ever? I don't know. Like, even kids now, people are like, they're millennials, and you're like, I'm pretty sure we're in a new generation at this point, aren't we? I mean, 
shouldn't we be at this point in a new... Like, it's been fucking 30-something years. Can we, like, start a new one? You'd think. You'd think. But anyway, I just... I'm baffled by the... I mean, I guess it's better to do chips than... They're going to just do anything. Anything that's popular makes money. Anything just, people can remember. They're they like, literally, hey, they will take anything. I'm waiting. You know what? Here, here how about this? for Power Rangers, haven't you? Why don't they try to reboot Hee Haw? <laughs> let's do that. Let's go nuts. Let's make Hee Haw a thing. How is that nuts? Did you see that Johnny Depp abortion? No. Where I, he was the Native American? Well, I saw that, yes. That's, yeah. we, we decided to do that for reasons. I don't think he haws that far out of line. Hogan's Heroes, you know that's gonna happen. That would make almost sense. You know, what what humor can you get out of Nazis? A lot. <laughs> yeah, but they won't do it. They'll be dark and gritty. Have you seen the new Power Rangers ad? Have you seen the Cars 3 ad? Dark and gritty. Apparently, they, made, they made Power Rangers dark and gritty, and it's going to be all adult-like. Apparently they want to make every movie like my stool after swallowing ten pounds of gravel dark and gritty. <laughs> Just awful. Just awful. Never oh, take it, dating advice from the Enchanter. No. It does spice Dating things. advice? Dieting. Diet. Dating. <laughs> this is how I date. I eat gravel till my poo changes color. What are you dating? Oh, I'm a very lonely man. <laughs> the rock monster from the never-ending story? I don't... Uh, anyway. No, see, what, he, what the, the truth is, is that's how the Enchanter renews all of his dildo collection. It just kind of self-wears them down to a new finish. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so, should we talk about... Should we talk about this movie? We're never getting advertising. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wonder why we don't get advertising. I don't know. Please, Patreon, please save us. Yes, anyways. Oh, boy. We, yeah, this is why we need you people listening. Um, we, have a, we have a movie, right? We, we do. A terrible abortion of a movie. The Enchanter chose the movie, and that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, you pretty much don't need to listen to this point. It's 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 it's, it's me being angry and him going, but it's funny, right? <laughs> My eyeballs are bleeding. <laughs> but it's true. Anyway, then you should love the new Power Ranger movie. Why don't you love the Star Wars prequels since you love Terrible so much? Because I don't love Terrible. Didn't you want to talk about the new Star Wars movie? Uh, uh, the Star Wars story. The the Rogue One thing? Maybe. Uh, we, I think we'll talk about it after this. Okay. Briefly. Okay. Just, I mean, okay. I, I think that's a fair... Okay. Yeah. So talk about our movie. So... What is it called? Dracula Who? 3000. Who's in it? Well, your favorite... What awards did this movie win? Well, I'll say this. It, it stars as, the, as all the Casper uh, Hollicks know him as... Casper Van Dien, at the height of his popularity in 2004, you know, because he's awesome. Also, Coolio has a moment in it. Before moment. He doesn't, he's not in as long as you'd think. At all. Most of the movie. Eh. He's just not. He doesn't do much. Well, no. I don't even think they, like, 
I don't even think they gave him a script. I'm pretty sure they just got in there and he started acting the way they're like, oh. They're like, it's a Dracula movie. Ah, I'm a Dracula. I'm a vampire. Yeah. Also, where'd I get these fangs? I brought them from home. They're from my personal collection. Ha! Same with these contacts. Rah, 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 rah. Oh yeah, Starship Troopers. I know I recognize. Yeah, them that's that's who. That that's and, hey, and you know what? His career was going so well, he he skipped out in the second Starship Troopers, but he came back for the third. That's how good his career's been. Sleepy yeah. Hollow. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, you're looking at all of his things in his, yeah, his his uh, his list, aren't you? Something like that. Yeah. Oh boy. So. Dracula. Look up these girls. Alexandra Camp was in it, and all of her photos are her in a bikini showing off her tits. Yeah. So I, I wonder I, how she got the role. Right. I wanted to point out the poster for one, or the the cover. Both on the it's uh, it's on the DVD case. It's it was on the old uh, jacket for everything. Uh, I believe that's actually the same picture they use on the DVD itself. Is the, is the skull with a bunch of, like, tube wires going to it, and it's like a vampire skull sort it's of. It's like a monkey skull. Kind of. Kind of. Like, they, they were trying to make it a vampiric skull, sort of, but it still has and, some And then I see that it. picture always next to Coolio in that picture, and I keep thinking, this is racist. Yeah? Because you're saying. Anyway, so it makes it seem like, okay... Just going by the title, you're like, Dracula 3000. This is going to be something futuristic and something with vampires. You, you Fair. Forgot, you forgot one actor. Key huh. actor. That's in this. Well, the best one. The best actor in this whole goddamn thing. Tommy Lister? Yes. Yeah. For those of you who don't recognize him, he's the president. From Fifth Element. Yeah. Yes. And he's awesome. So, I... Everybody's like, Morgan Freeman. He was, a, he was God. And I'm like, but... But he was future president. Hell yeah. He was the future president. He's the one that author gave Bruce Willis authorization to go to the planet. He was in the Dark Knight. Was he? Apparently. I don't know. I can't be bothered to look it up. So this movie takes place like in many good, uh, or many bad, I should say, traditional. It takes place in the future, but also in You're space. 3,000. Right. Ha. Huh. It opens with narration explaining every character's background, which is hilarious. Because, for example, Coolio's character is 187. Because that was his IQ before he went to some school, and now he smokes everything. You're like, okay, no. Uh, You're like, uh, uh. which is a really very overt reference to the, what was it, isn't it the murder code in uh, California? 187 is a, is a homicide. I believe so. Yeah. Which is beyond stupid. And and You know he picked that himself. Oh no, I know he picked that himself. Absolutely he picked that himself. Coolio's like, yeah, man, I'm fucking Coolio. It's like, yeah, it's two thousand and four. Dangerous Minds was a lot or substitute I don't know whichever one he was in. <laughs> it doesn't well, matter. Same movie, aren't they? Basically, it's inner city kids are violent. Oh wait, they can be taught. Okay. Yeah, we just need a white person to go in there and fix them. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> We just need someone with attitude to come in there and talk street. And then they'll learn Shakespeare. Or whatever subject they're teaching. I don't fucking care. Well, that was the one with Danny DeVito. <sighs> and the army kids that were dumb. That was Renaissance Man, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. See, that I actually they remember. Shakespeare. That I remember because Danny DeVito. And it wasn't terrible. 
No, but it, it wasn't good. good. Yeah. No, but it wasn't terrible. It's the kind of movie like if you have on the background and you're too tired to remove the remote, you don't want to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah, that and major pain. Yes. You want me to take right off that pain? Man, remember when the Wayans brothers could produce funny stuff instead of sad things? Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Remember you when mean we, like scary movie? Like the first, the first two, one, yeah. two. And then Leslie Nielsen got involved. Yeah, well, that's when the Wayans walked away, and then it was just, oh look, Leslie Nielsen makes a goofy face again. As we list off pop culture references. Nah, look at the saw. Uh, I wonder if it's Leslie Nielsen that's just gone to shit or if it's typecasting. Well, he's dead, so it was probably typecasting. Well, I know he's dead. I'm just saying when it happened. Like, he literally was, he was amazing. And then, and then just the same stupid. And it if I may, if I may. Leslie Nielsen's problem is he was funny because he was deadpan. The problem is the longer he was in comedies, the more self-aware he became, the more he decided to become the goofy sort of Mr. Magoo-style character, where he'd get in all sorts of hijinks and he'd make a wacky face like, oh, no. But again, do you think that was just him, or do you think that's what everybody wanted from him? No, what I think what everyone wanted was more like, be like an airplane. And he was like, okay, well, I'm funny. Again, he became aware of the fact he was a funny guy. I don't know. Either way, thing. he's just nothing after, what, I don't even know a date, somewhere like 92? I'd say right after, no, yeah, there are a few chims out of the late 90s. I mean, Wrongfully Accused is still one of my favorite later day movies from him. Okay. When did Airplane come out, by the way? 77? 77, I think. Is that right? Yeah, 77, yeah. 78, right around there. Maybe even 79. Because I think it wasn't eighty. Otherwise, I would have thrown that in your face when you're going about Ghostbusters being the best, uh, best comedy from the no. And that's see, and that's why you can't throw that. No, but Airplane is just anyway. We're way off topic here. Back to Dracula. Back to Dracula. So three thousand. Yeah, Dracula. Three thousand. So Casper Van Dien plays something something Helsing because. I Am I know. the only person that laughed when they finally showed Dracula? No, and we'll get to that. That is... <laughs> move on to that. So, uh, he's Captain Abraham Helsing. So everyone seems to have a name that is based on... They're either the original, you know, the store, the book, you know, Van, you know, Dracula, or vaguely based on, what was it, Nosferatu, the movie, where, because the bad guy is Orlok... Why not? We don't know that Count yet. Count Orlock. Yeah, we don't know that yet. Oh, oh, need I mention the... the oh, yes. So there's Mina. Uh, there's the other oh, girl. Are looking up their names? Aurora. No, no, no. I remember the one girl's name, Mina, because that's the one girl from... That's the same name as the girl who gets noshed by Dracula in the book. Is it? Yeah, she's the one that dies, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Whereas opposed to the other girl. Uh... I don't remember what the other dude is. There's the other the other genius, just the professor, who's smart, but he's in a wheelchair. I guess. Was he supposed to be like... He was supposed like to be Anthony the... Anthony Hopkins character, maybe? I think... What was the name of his character? Anthony Hopkins was Helsing. I know. Oh, he was just Helsing, wasn't he? Yeah. That doesn't make no. any damn sense. I don't know. What the hell is the professor supposed to be? He's just supposed to be a guy. 
they they ran out of the character names. They're like, man, we're gonna we're gonna be so clever. We're gonna name Casper Van Dien will be Helsing. She'll be Mina. Who else? I don't know. I haven't actually read the book. Fuck. Well, let's just give up. Um, he's got glasses. He's a smart guy. What about 187? Isn't he the smart guy? They're both smart guys. There could be lots of smart guys. Yeah, but he wasn't smart. No, he was actually he was kind of dumb. dumb as a brick. Not only was he dumb as a brick, but he couldn't control the ship. He was like, I don't know what's going on. What? What? <clears throat> so they, long story short, are a little cast of characters or a bunch of salvage monkeys, for lack of a better term. They go around... The space giant, pirates. They go around the giant vastness of space, hoping somehow to find a wreck of a spaceship, grab it, and scrap it for money. They stumble upon in the Carpathian District, or whatever it is. They didn't just stumble upon. They actually were told it was coming towards Earth. Like somebody told the captain, let him on to this ship coming. Were they? Yeah. Remember some guy made it? Which also brought in the theory, supposedly, they, I think they were trying to tie it in. Or somebody thought they were going to tie it in with the, um, the Warlock had set this all up to get vengeance on him, on the family. Oh, yeah, which made no Which they didn't do anything with, because he was just like, you're who? Oh, that's great, you're here. Then this works out. This is convenient for me. I think the writer had just quit at that point. So. I'm going to look up. I want oh, there was two writers, so maybe one of the writers quit at that point. They did. They said, fuck it. I give up. I wanted to point out that so they get to this ship, whatever it is, this dead ship, and they're like, oh, it's like 50 years old. As soon as they get on the ship and they get to the control, all of a sudden something happens. Their ship takes off for reasons. This doesn't come into play on uh, in the fact that they're trapped on the ship. <laughs> you want to know something funny? Huh. One of the writers, Ivan Milborough, has four other writer credits of shit you don't know. Yeah? Lullaby and White Lion and some TV series. Is it Dingo? Okay. He, but he's got 59 credits in sound department. He's a sound guy. They just had some sound guy write up some script. How hilarious is that? Yep. Daryl Root. I'm looking this guy up now after that one. Yeah. So there is also... He's a director. Yeah? Okay. He's a director. Cool. Ooh, fuck. Oh, he was the director. Okay. The director gave himself writing credit. Yes. Probably after the other writer quit. <laughs> Probably after the real writer went away. I was like, fuck it. I'm going back to sound. He's like, I'm going to go record sea slugs having sex with a with an iBook. Because that makes as much sense as anything I do now. Sound Scott guys did. are fucking crazy. Yes. I have 28,000 microphones! You don't understand! I'll capture all the sounds, and one day I'll be able to recreate the sounds I actually like. Until then, it's just noise! No, I need this kind of microphone to be able to pick up this kind of drum. I need 17 different microphones on the 808 to pick it up properly, okay? You don't understand. So should we talk about the video logs oh. that randomly keep playing? Yeah, so they keep playing video logs from the from the cat, old captain of the ship Which, that come across. by the way, the guy who plays him, Udo Kier, you should at least recognize him from... Well, I don't know, what the fuck, he's Blade. done a bunch of stupid things. Was he in Blade? He was in Blade. Not his, first, not his first or last time playing a vampire. He played a vampire in Blood for Dracula back in 74. He also played Frankenstein back in 73, Flesh for Frankenstein. He has played 
both ends of the classic spectrum. But he's not a vampire in this. He's just a dead skeleton. By the he's time probably a vampire. They did tie himself up. But so he was all drained. Not. It looked like jerky by the time they find him. Yes. But they keep playing video logs from him throughout the movie. They're like, they just cut it in at the beginning, what, third of the movie, maybe? They just keep every soft and intercut video logs him back. Until oh, the captain, awesome until calls. Van Helsing watches some of the log. But what's great is he only watched a portion of one log. And that's it. So it's not like we're getting to see all the logs that our characters got to see. We're just watching them because. Just filler. Because this isn't a long they movie. They write it in. It's like, only like an hour 12. This is not a long movie. In and fact, they were stretching it. I'm pretty sure this isn't actually a movie. I'm pretty sure this is filler in between sci-fi original movies. They're like, shit, we need something between, you know, giant stupid mammoth and the snake that ate a bus. <sighs> Yeah. So, oh, so yeah, Udo Kier, he's definitely one of those guys, like, you need someone with a sinister German accent, he's your dude. That's that's what they get him. He's like, oh, Zephyrs, Zephyrs, all sorts of dead things coming for us in the hallway. And you're like, yeah, were they the corpses of Jews that you killed? I mean, <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> so, uh, for some reason, they don't, no one knows what a crucifix looks like. There's tons of them in the room. Which, now that's a cool... Well, that's the thing. Then they did just magically know. It's right. a crucifix. Oh, I know what those are. Oh, I know everything about those. Let me tell everybody in the crew. See, at first, not knowing, that's cool. That's like, hey, we're dealing with characters that have that are so far in the future that, like, religion is basically faded into not at even least, a myth. Or at least Christian religion. Right. To the point where crucifix they don't... Crucifix is where it made illegal 20 years ago. Which, that made no sense. You're like, what? Why, why did that... Why 20 years ago? Why? why? 200. Right, or a thousand, or I don't know, uh, shit. Two hundred would have made sense. Okay, Weren't those yeah. made illegal like a couple hundred years ago? They're like, yeah, wasn't it during the like religious purge or some some shit like that? Just throw it out there, bam, there you go. It's fucking excuse. It's easy fucking writing too. It's the kind of writing you can do while you're coked out of your ass, which you think a sound guy would be doing. Like, oh yeah, this is brilliant. <laughs> I have a, a question for you out sure. there. Sound or any sound people out there. Is there a sound guy that doesn't have a DUI? <laughs> <laughs> Just a question. <laughs> Anyways, continue on. So, should I also point out another goofy-ass thing is that, that Tommy Lister's character name is Humvee? Yeah. So, a thousand, some years, almost a thousand years in the future from now, someone is still going, hey, he's a big guy, we'll call him Humvee? I mean... Tank would make sense because tank is probably a generic enough term that would still survive like that. Well, yeah, I but mean, Humvee. I don't know if yeah, tank would probably be around. Yeah, because the concept of a tank and even socially, like tank doesn't necessarily mean just the giant armored vehicle. Like, I doubt we'd get rid of them militarily unless they just weren't fighting anymore. We'd still probably use the term in reference cultural talking about large things like yeah. oh, it's a fucking tank. I mean, yeah. Just again. You don't even need to, to worry about the fact that they still use it. Right. Because it would make sense. As opposed to Humvee, which is a very specific vehicle, which at some point will probably be phased out of the military. Yeah. Just saying. Especially if we achieved space travel to the level we had at that point. I don't know. Humvees are, are really good. They're really cool. But they're good. Do what they do well. Yeah. The only reason they'd get kicked out of the military or replaced is is if we come up with a different... We need a different drive system or something that's more efficient. Yeah. Which would make sense in the military setting because you don't want to use up fuel and oil and other things. Precious resources. Right. 
And again, if you've developed space travel, you somehow can get from the Carpathian galaxy or yes, whatever it is. Or the Transylvania. Yeah. The Transyl Planet Transylvania. Yeah, that's where that's where they picked up their shit from Planet Planet Transylvania. That's what these coffins Okay, well let's let's set up <laughs> the thing here. They go find this ship in the middle of nowhere because whatever that they're gonna do, right? They, For reasons. And they they get on the ship and we'll just skip the stupidness that was them first getting on the ship. And their ship takes off out of nowhere. They're right. all on this new ship. Nobody stayed on Mother. That's their ship. And it just takes off. Because, let me, I know why. Because sets are too expensive to build. So all they did for the original Mother ship was everyone gathered around a red light and looked like they were leaning over a console. Then they moved to the new ship and they're like, Oh my god, the old ship took off! Now we don't have to go back to it and have a separate set or anything. Whew, that'll save us some money. Well, it was the set where Coolio was smoking his weed. Yeah, but I think that was just like his trailer. They didn't. That's not a set. They're just like, hey, cool. Can we film you? Like, it was really just them calling him to the set. Come in, shit. Jesus Christ, fucking people. Yeah. But anyways, no, they they do that. They get on the ship. There's there's things. There's the person just flying past, and they all just, what was that? I don't know. Must have been nothing. Huh? Yeah, because I'm totally used to people just flying across at superhuman speeds. Yeah. What? Oh, that's one thing I hate in all movies when they do that. What was that? I'm sure it was nothing. Ha ha ha. You're like, no. no. If I see somebody go flying by at speeds that humans cannot fucking achieve, I'm not going to be like, I'm sure it was nothing. Or I'm going to do, I'm sure that was nothing. Well, I get back on my ship and get the fuck out of here. One of the two. Probably. That, that's what I would do. So yes, for some apparent reason, uh, so, so Tommy and Coolio see the coffins and Coolio's like, hey, Let's open these coffins. Why? They gotta be transporting stuff this way, right? That's what they did in the old days. And he's like, okay. He's like, yeah, back back when weed was illegal. And you're like, okay. Because apparently weed has been legalized 50 years ago. So the writers were pretty sure, like, if we ever legalized weed, it'd be 900-some years in the future. Yeah. They're like, that seems like it's reasonable. They got that one right. <laughs> Although, weed might not be legal here pretty soon. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he gives a fuck. Not, nope, nope. Not nope. going political. Nope, nope. So yes, so, again, even if they were transporting weed, would it be good after 50 years? I mean, is that the kind That's of thing? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, it's not going to be good anymore. I mean, cigarettes don't, aren't, aren't good after a couple, like, a couple months. I thought it was like a couple of weeks that they're not, like, sealed properly. Yeah, it's like, just even, uh, I, I can't imagine. I know, they've got Griswold's, uh... Um, super long preservative in them. Is that a callback to fucking Vegas vacation? vacation, baby? Jesus! Remember he starts out with handing him the cookies. It's four years old. Yeah. You want some milk? It's eight years old. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, I threw some Vegas vacation. I, I was I was shocked. That's, <laughs> that's a. I don't know who would who would do that besides us. Well, I would have let that one go as rare and. To see if one, the two people get it, but I don't know if think we get two people. They'd just be like, okay. Everyone would just be like, what the fuck? Like, is that a Diablo reference? Griswold? What? I know he preserved things. What can I do for ya? <laughs> that needs to be a movie. Dear Hollywood, you want to make a video game into a movie? Make the story of Griswold. The blacksmith. <laughs> uh, but the no, Diablo fall. as a movie could be done so well. 
They would fuck it up, of course, but it could be done so well. Mm, maybe. I don't know, I think it could. I, I'd avoid making it any sequels, but one Yeah, but they, if it makes money, they'll make sequels. Well, in That's China, the rule. Well, it would make money in China, so probably. Hence the Warcraft sequel that it will get. Oh, yeah, that was a movie. Yeah. And it made money in China. Did it? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Because lots of bright colors, very simple dialogue, it doesn't matter if it's shittily translated or not, and action sequences that are pointless. It's all spectacle. That works well in any language. That's I guess. part of why. That's my hypothesis to why these like big, dumb action movies do so well overseas, is that the nuance and language well, they, doesn't it, matter. They also don't have big... They do, but they don't quite do American action movies in China. China's got a very different approach to movies for the most part. Mm-hmm. And people eat it up for the most part. I mean, that, there's a reason Hollywood does it. Yeah. To make money. But it, yeah. it does well here. We're just tired of it, basically. And we get enough of it that you have to stand out somehow. They, yeah. they don't. They don't get enough of it, so. I guess. Eventually. But anyway, moving yeah. on. Give moving them time. On. They'll, get, they'll get tired of it just like us. They'll just be like, another shitty American movie! Like, oh yeah, you want to see shitty American movie number one or shitty American movie number two, huh? Maybe <laughs> Michael Bay fucks someone else's childhood or Michael <laughs> Bay fucks my childhood. <laughs> so, Either way, Michael Bay is fucking something. So, the best part is Coolio just pulls out a crowbar from the side. He's like, oh, look, a crowbar, because there's just one on set. Well, no, they, it was left there, obviously, by one of the... The, the vampires, even though there's only one. So I don't understand all the coffins full of... They're full of sand, by the way. Right. But yeah, all the coffins full of sand. Like, what, why have multiple if you just have one? Anyways, I think he left it there on purpose, because what does Coolio immediately do? Try to pry open all the coffins. And then what does he do? Cut himself, of course. Exactly, because... And... It was a fucking setup. It's a, it, there's something wrong with the crowbar, and it's designed to cut... Unless, of course, he knew that somebody that fucking stupid was going to show up, that they found a way to cut themselves on a crowbar. Which isn't physically possible to do. It turns out wedged along, like scattered around the coffins, are a bunch of like defaulty box cutters and. Yeah, like think about it. It. He cut himself deep too, supposedly. Like, oh, it's a good cut. And you're going. I'm thinking, how? I mean, the only way you could cut yourself with a crowbar, other than impaling yourself upon it, which he's not going to go out of my hand. He's going to go. And then drown in his own blood. I know what happened. So, you know, crowbars are typically, like, hexagonal or so. Yeah. Orlock is sitting there, like, in a 50-year interim, like, sharpening the sides on the grinder. He's he like, had to he's have like, been. One day, someone will come <laughs> along, and they will try to use this crowbar, they'll cut themselves, and then they will just happen to and drip. And the blood will drip into the random box of sand, which... Happens to be a vampire. Raise a vampire, but he was already running around the ship, so... What? Well, was he? I don't know. It's not clear. But that wakes up, and they like they show it like, oh, there's movement, huh? We're waking up a vampire. Like there's vampires in each of them, and they're all just sand now or something. Which is okay, fine. Maybe they turn dust when they haven't been fed long enough. Fine, I'm fine with that. Hoping that somebody will come by and bleed on them. That's not their hoping. That's just their last resort. That's like you know the end that they just. But the other thing, like like think about it. How do you cut yourself on one of the? Even if you pinch your hand in something with it. You're just going to have a little pinch thing that hurts like a motherfucker. Ever done something like that? Yes. Or I have. Oh, like when you got like a pair of pliers you're trying to use and you slip too far up on the thing because you're trying to do that little 
careful what you're doing thing, you know what I'm talking about? You know, like, I gotta get this just right, and then you squeeze and you get a little, ow! And your hand's fucked for, like, three weeks. Yep. Got a wonderful little pinch bruise. Yeah. Yeah, because that shit never heals fast. It always takes fucking forever before it's not like, ow! Ow, my hand! Oh, yeah. Anyway. No, he had to have been booby-trapping this. How do you booby-trap a crowbar? Again, lots of patience. This is a vampire who's had a lot of time in his hands. Four he, had to have, he had to have not only sharpened it, but made burrs around the edge somehow. Right. Guys, guys got skill. Again, that's why he's been a vampire for so long. Yeah. He's like, I, I know how. I to know how to make people cut themselves accidentally. <laughs> he's like, I've been in and out of my coffin a few times in the past few centuries. I know how to trick people into opening it and, and you know, murderously injuring themselves while waking me up simultaneously. So, of course, <laughs> the blood splash wakens up him. I guess. And then he bites. I don't fucking know. And Coolio gets bit. And he gets his leg broken. Yep. And then he dies. And they're like, oh my god, he's dead. You're I like, he oh. just passed out. I think they think he's dead or something, but either way, like, almost immediately he's back. No, up he was the... passed out, and then they pop his leg, they set his leg, and, yeah. And then later he pops up, and he's he's all vampire angry. Ha ha ha. And he talks about how he wanted to fuck that one hot bitch. Yep. That way the professor can make jokes. Because he runs after her. And they're all, like, explaining to the other guy, he's gonna kill her! But I think he's going to titty fuck her first. Whoa, I'm the professor. I made a sexy joke about death. It's like, wait, what? Is that a joke? I don't... <laughs> professor. Professor. Anyways, I think we've talked too much about this thing. We should probably move on. And not, unless there's something else you really want to cover. I think thing. we want to at least talk about... So, let's talk about Dracula for one. Or, or like, oh, yes. Whatever he is. Yes, he, they finally show him. And he's wearing what appears to be the kind of vampire right. cape you'd find at one of those little pop-up Halloween stores that shows up on, you know, September 30th. Yeah, the giant collar that comes out to the ends of his shoulder. Like, it puffs up and goes out. Not puffs, yeah. but, like, pops up and goes out. I mean, literally, like, the if you could think of the worst uh, theater presentation of Dracula from, like, the 1930s, kind of like that hair all slicked back and everything he's just i actually started laughing just straight up laughing when i i could it was not better believe. than and wait for it the reveal in rogue one in uh not rogue one the new star wars and they finally showed uh oh what the hell ken or whatever the kylo kylo's face and he yeah. takes it off and you're like what you're like oh no is he not you he's jewish and you're like, okay. It's like a Mel Brooks kind of joke. I swear. Or am I the only one? I, I guess. I didn't. I just thought he's... Wa did you ever watch the new Star... The, no. The new, but that one? Not not The Force Awakens, oh. no. No, when he, when he takes that mask off, I swear it was a Mel Brooks moment. I can't like, be the only one. No, I mean, just looking at his face, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, no amount of moody lighting can make him intimidating. I, I hate to tell you that. Just That just doesn't happen. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I need so, to rewatch all the Mel Brooks stuff now. Uh, you can skip silent movie. It's not that good. No, I just, History of the World and Blazing Saddles. Yeah, the good ones. Yeah. You can skip the mediocre ones where you're like, hmm, hmm, hmm. So, anyways, 
Anything else you want to discuss uh, about that? The end. Let's oh. talk about the end. So the it, end turns it turns out she was a sex bot. Well, we find out. So Orlock attacks the blonde girl, who's not Mina, and she comes back. She's like, he doesn't want me, and then she's like, okay, I, I'm a robot. And you're like, what? She's like, I was spying on you. Like this supposed to be like intrigue and a big reveal, and you're like. What I don't know you. It doesn't matter at it also all. Also helps that she had no acting ability whatsoever. I don't know if it helped. Yeah, it helped. It made then, then she's like, "Okay, I was spying on you. You got me." Are, are you? Is this a joke? Are you being serious? I don't understand what you're conveying here. And then you need the context of the conversation to figure out what the hell's going on. And even that's not that the other actors acting could really tell you what was going on either. Because most everybody in this was just terrible. You know, and there was a... The females in this were not picked for their acting. No. You can tell that was straight I the off the hook. Was I the only one expecting there to be some sort of, like, a little subplot with the uh, the professor wanting to be able to walk again and being... Yes! Able... And they just skip over it! Why didn't they have him betray the crew so that he could walk again? Because he wanted it. He said they're like... That that guy was the only one I guess that could fucking act. Well, at not all. only that, but they actually kind of set it up like he's like he, they show him being frustrated that he's stuck in his wheelchair and that there's no like ramps or anything in yeah. this. And Dra and when Orlock Dracula finally catches up with him, he's just like, he's like, don't kill me. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to set you free. Come walk to me. And the guy's just like, what? Walk to me. Yes. And then they get interrupted and he has to go running off. And but you're like, what? And I was just like, oh, are they going to do a thing where he, he betrays the crew and kills them all? Like, so that he can become one? And... But no, no, they just leave it alone. Nothing. Nothing with that at all. No, it's Perfectly completely... missed opportunity. It, which is weird. Because then they're like, oh, well... Well, the... that's right, because a sound engineer wrote this. Well, that's when they decide for some reason to... They're like, well, the, the best way to kill a vampire is sunlight, so we're going to fly towards a pair of suns that are nearby... Okay, so we'll set the course, but boop, boop, beep. The machine is now flying that way. Okay, but then the professor dies. No one else knows how to pilot the ship. Which, I'm sorry, with a crew of like six people, at least two people should know how to fly the fucking ship. Also, the captain, the captain should always know how to fly the ship. Oh, yes. Casper uh, Van Dien dies a really, a really dull death, which is actually kind of sad because it's like he finds out he's the descendant of a Helsing who fought Dracula back in, you know, early way back when. And he's like, oh, oh, well, it's like, it's like a blood thing. Like, he wants me. And Orlok's just like, oh, you're Helsing. Well, that's a shock. Uh, anyway, die now. And I'm going to turn you into a vampire. There you go. Now you're a vampire. Yeah. And now you get stabbed with a pool cue. Because that's the only thing they have is pool cues. That's the only wood they can find. Old pool cues, because they mentioned modern. Now that's synthetic wood. Modern synthetic wood. Now, but here's my problem. Um, weren't the caskets made from wood? Yes. Couldn't they have broken the lids and just stabbed them with that? Don't be smarter than the characters in the movie. It makes it harder to watch. And it didn't kill them. Remember they stabbed one chick with the thing, and then when they pulled it back out, she was alive again? Right. Which didn't what? make any, Like, yeah. Well, and why didn't they start grabbing some of the crucifixes out of that guy's room? Because they were all over the wall. A room of Why not just sit in that room? It seems like a good room. Or at least maybe start moving the crucifixes, like lining the walls on the way back to like the galley or wherever the food is. <laughs> like that way you have like a clear shot between the bathroom and you don't have to worry about dipshit attacking you just because it's dark in a ship. They push a door closed and cut his arm off. He's not very okay. strong. No, like 
I have the strength of an average chubby man. Oh, God. My arm. Coolio can throw people, and he's... What? Huh? <laughs> let's just say that... Uh, yeah. Anyways, let's move past this movie. Nope, nope, no, I, oh, I, I, dear God! Just the ending. So, everyone dies except for Robot and Tommy. And Robot Girl's like, Oh, you know, before I became a military bot, I was a pleasure bot. And he's like, Oh. We so... can never afford one. <gasps> it's so sad. Oh, I'm off duty now. Yes! Let's go fuck. And then they, like, jump cut to the ship, hitting the suns and exploding. That's your ending. Yeah. That's the movie going, fuck, I don't know. That's what happens when you scare the writer guy off the script. The he had to have quit. There's no other explanation. Not that we actually know anything. We didn't bother to research this movie, and I'm sure nobody would have told us the truth. I'm sure everybody involved with this movie tried to forget it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You call up, like, the casting agent to ask him, so, uh, how did you pick the people? I don't know. I never worked on the movie. You're hearing the credits... Shut up, okay? I told you to leave me alone. I've never talked to you before. Fuck you, man. Click. <laughs> I'm not giving... I don't owe you any money. I went bankrupt seven years ago. Stop bothering me. I'm not a debt collector. That's what they all say. And then they try to get me to give them payments. <laughs> uh, it's like when Conan showed Harrison Ford the clips from the Star Wars yeah, Christmas I, special. I and I it's just remember. like... I don't remember any of that at all. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah... Anyway, can, can, uh, can we move past this thing now? Yes, let's. let's we, do, uh, we do have size limits to deal with here soon. I know. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, do we want to briefly chat about Rogue One? Uh, yeah, um, there was an article recently, and they've been discussing all the backdrops of what happened in Rogue One. And apparently the ending, spoiler alert, there you go, that's out of the way. Not yeah. serious spoilers, we're just going to discuss broad topics, I think. Sure. But, um, well, maybe. Well, spoiler alert for the next no more than five minutes. Okay. Good. Uh, that ending part with Darth Vader, yeah. that almost didn't make it in. That was almost not a thing. They added it. Okay. Why? We could have not had that? That would have been nice. That would have... That was the dumbest fucking thing I've seen. That was... That was stupid almost to a Jar Jar Binks I, I will say this of all the shitty things they had to tie into all the uh, you know reminding you that Star Wars is a thing uh, that was the best part just because it showed I mean seeing Darth Vader as sort of an unstoppable behemoth marching him along him hanging off the thing or whatever while the ship fly, like standing there like Nyaah! while the ship flies away which also didn't make any sense from a continuity perspective because if you watch the ship fly away, why would they pretend that they're on a diplomatic mission and they have nothing to do with it? Like, you just watch them pull away. You know, my biggest complaint was that back in uh, A New Hope, Mon Mothma says many Bothans died to bring us this information. I didn't get to see one Bothan die to bring that information to anybody. So, uh, fuck you. That's what I say. <laughs> I want to watch Bothans die. I don't know what a Bothan is, but I wanted to see lots of him die. Okay. Also, why did she have it? Why does why is it when they pick a protagonist for Star Wars now, they all have to have an English accent, when clearly her parents don't? We we don't know who her parents are. Can in Rogue anybody? in Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. In Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Know Mads her. Mikkelsen is her father, and he doesn't have an English accent. He's, he's got an English accent. He just doesn't even notice it. Right. They're not her. They're not her real parents. She had other parents because sure. force or something. Why not? I don't know. 
they just make shit up. I'm going out. to give a stirring speech now. Yeah, okay, I guess. You're just a fucking... You're, you're... No. The best part of that movie? Everyone dies. Everyone dies! I was so happy to watch everyone die. Apparently, Disney forced a lot of changes. Script changes and reshoots and stuff to try and make it cohesive and make sense. Yeah? Yeah. Apparently that was coming out in some articles I read. I didn't really read them that much. just kind of glanced at them shortly and read a few things. I'm like, okay, no, I don't care. But yeah. Apparently it could have been a lot worse. Well, uh, there was, again, the, a couple of the best things out of it. Everyone dies. There was a lot That's actually a no welcome addition. Anybody dying, they, that's a good guy in a Star Wars movie is a positive. And, uh, people are, you don't understand what I mean by that. Well, especially, I, I also like seeing What's-His-Face. Uh, Corvette Jones. I'm just gonna call him that. The main guy. That's just okay. he struck me. He struck me as like he had like that should be his name. Corvette Jones. Like the fact he kills that one informant. Yeah. I didn't mind that. I was like, yeah, like the rebe rebellions yeah. are assholes. I mean, we don't need the to see that. Rebels. Normally. I mean. Yeah. And yeah, they're fighting a dirty, also, underhanded war. Hey, you know what else is good? Guerrilla warfare. There was almost no lightsabers in the whole fucking movie. That was that was so close. If they had gotten rid of. But I don't understand that in part where Darth, why was Darth Vader fighting at all? He didn't fight when he attacked in the New Hope. He sent the minions to go forward. Why would he bother? Well, no, logically doesn't make any sense. No, because this isn't a movie about logic. It's a movie about cashing in on fanboys. Yeah, and that's why they had Darth Vader go crazy. Yeah, and also why didn't he just pull the data towards him? Why uh, bother standing there killing all the people in a fantastical way? Which seemed way overkill. See, actually, that would have been better to watch him, to show him, like, deflect things and then grab at the data. That would have been like, see, that's what the Force can do, is just like, yeah, I'm not bothering with your piddly... I don't care show. about you. <laughs> that's what I'm after. Yeah. Because he's, that's the other thing, he's trained as a Jedi. He's properly trained, too, so he should understand focus. Even if it's bad focus, like anger well, yeah, focus? He's the yeah, he's anger and everything. But he's not like Kylo throwing a hissy fit, breaking computers and shit. He's, I, this is my goal. This is how I accomplish. This is what I do. This is, you know, he's still properly trained. He didn't just lose all that because he got upset, I guess. But we're getting way too much into argument. We're at the five minute mark. No more talking about it. Sure. So. Well, actually, we're like four and a half, but whatever. Uh, enough with the Rogue One. Do we, we didn't get any emails, did we? Uh, not really. I don't think so. Uh, so, uh, email section's real short, and of course we don't do news on the Popcorn Pulse, because I don't care about movie news. Do you care about movie news? Well, like Unless I said... Unless we see something we really care about coming out, and we'll just be like, yes! There's a date on John Wick. Yeah. But because of the new Libsyn thing, I'm not going to have this up episode out before then. Okay. With our limits on yeah. uploading. Thank you, Libsyn. Moving on. Uh... Let's see here. I guess we'll just talk about individual things then. Sure. Yeah, shows need to be shorter now because of Libsyn. Yeah. Thanks, Libsyn. Sorry, I just... I'm a little annoyed with Libsyn's change in policies. We're just updating our billing and force-fucking you into having this new program where you can only upload so much per month. Thanks. Thanks. I love that. Appreciate that. So... Yeah, we're gonna have to figure out new things. Anyways, um, what's do you want to do yours first? You want sure, to do mine? I'll do my. I'll make mine quick. Actually, I don't have much to talk about it. Uh, there is a comedy movie which is long been forgotten, and for good reason. 
Uh, however, I don't want to let this uh, little turtlet escape completely unremembered and let everyone walk away guilt-free for existing. Mom and Dad save the world. So if you ever wondered what a Looney Tunes style movie would be directed... I swear to God I've seen this before. You have. Does it involve a volcano? No. It has John Lovitz. If I if I found a picture of John Lovitz in it, you would probably recognize... Oh, no, I'm just going to look at the movie. You should. Uh, it stars Jeffrey Jones, uh, everyone's favorite... Uh, well, <laughs> uh, Mr. Alleged Pedophile... At least he was caught with child pornography. You probably know him better as Ferris Bueller's principal. Mom and Dad comes up with a Nicolas Cage movie coming out this year. Oh boy, that's exciting too. Oh, uh-huh. do I click on it or do I go to yours? Uh, uh, I gotta click on it. I gotta click on it. I have to. It's Nicolas Cage. So, continue. Yeah. So, John Lovitz plays a sort of Marvin the Martian dictator on a planet somewhere well within our own. They have vague alien, again, like I said, Looney Tunes-style technology, on a planet of morons. Sounds like it could be amusing, Jeffrey. Oh, my God, I think I've seen this. Yeah, oh, you have. Believe me, I know you have. Oh, Mr. Principal. Yep. Yeah, you know exactly. Uh, John Lovett. John Lovett spies the, the wife of Jeffrey <laughs> Jones' character from a distance. Uh, yeah. Yes. He's in this. This, uh... Are you going to explain him, or can I introduce his character? If you want to introduce his well, character. Well, not his character, but the character, the actor. Yeah. Wallace Shawn is in it. For those of you who don't know him... He's the pavilion! Uh, Vegas Vacation, the blackjack dealer. I'd say more people <laughs> probably know him as the pavilion! I, I think we should now make everything that we do tie it into Vegas Vacation somehow. In some terrible way. Some way or another, whether it's maybe a car that was featured Don't in the worry, movie. by the next episode of Popcorn Pulse, we'll completely forgot this idea. A- absolutely. But uh, if you guys want to continue in the emails, feel free. It could be entertaining. So, he uses a magic ray to pull their station wagon to their planet to try to force her to marry. Uh, Jeffrey Jones has to try and become a hero. You know, rekindle their romance. Uh, save the shitty planet they're on. And then go back. The funniest thing about this movie is not the script or the lines. It's the fact that they had $14 million in it. And every dollar shows on screen. From the incredible costumes that they have. Because there's there are subhuman species that serve as sort of servants to the people on this planet. Uh-huh. Like there are... And of this subspecies, there's the males are bulldogs for some reason. And the females are goldfish? Why? I don't know. But that's the way it is. And they're in fully articulated costumes, every single one of them. And there's tons of giant sets, and there's tons of goofy things, and you're like, they spent a lot of money on this. Like, they were clearly hoping this would make some money. Did you know John Travolta's still making movies? Yeah, I heard. I heard he's still alive. Got one from last year called I Am Wrath. We okay. might have to discuss this. We might have to add that to our... <laughs> ah, I love this. I was just clicking on the girl and this is the other anyway continue on yes anyway uh wow wow it's the kind of movie you watch and you could just be baffled like there are some jokes that land and they're very far between though like the fact that they're all morons which is kind of funny like one of the weapons that the bad guys use for example is a grenade that just says pick me up and the second you pick it up it deletes the person and then someone goes over and investigates and goes, what did happen? It looks like a such-and-such grenade. And then they get vaporized. And then someone keeps going over. And you're like, 
okay, that's funny once, and then they do it for like two and a half minutes. You're like, okay, this stopped being funny about two minutes, 25 seconds ago. Anyway. Uh, oof, wow. It's, this, this movie might be on our list because it's directed by Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell, who would be... Did The Mask, directed Eraser, uh, directed The Scorpion King. Okay. The Blob from 88. So, a number of terrible movies that I have seen. Uh-huh. And yep. he's got a John Travolta movie. Well, then clearly... Which sounds like it should have been cast with, um... Oh, uh, Mel Gibson. A man is out for justice after a group of corrupt police officers are unable to catch his wife's killers. Tell me, <laughs> tell me that's not a Mel Gibson written role. Basically, it was probably written with him in mind, but he's look, not popular. Look at the picture. It's, it's, it's done a poster style like an old Mel Gibson flick. That's like definitely 90s. a 2000s like Mel came back from after his first anti-Semitic thing. Before tirade. his Passion of the Christ, but yeah. Anyway, what have you got for us? I, uh, speaking of Mel Gibson, I'm surprised he still has his handprints in, uh, in front of the, the theater up in Hollywood. Yeah? Yeah, I thought they would have taken that out there. Yeah. Uh, of course, Bill Cosby's still got a star on there. Uh, it made me uh, begin to wonder, at what point do they take your star out? Well, being as you pay for it... Yeah, but... Yeah. But, you'd think, they control that, right? Sure. Like, is there a certain point where they're just like, maybe, maybe you don't get... Here, here's your money back, Bill, okay? <laughs> We're just taking your star out now. Yeah, I doubt it. Uh, although I didn't know this, they have a star, um, they actually have a big star and then around it with, for the moon landing. Okay. Because it was the, one of the biggest watched, most watched things ever, right? Yeah. So they commemorated that, which I'm sure plays into the conspiracy theories of that we didn't land on the moon, right? Naturally. Uh, but they also have a star there for, um, Hollywood officers that died in the line of duty. Huh. And like an end of watch style thing. And I didn't know that. I was like, that's fucking cool. Anyways, just a nice little tribute Hollywood does for their the officers that have died for them. But yeah. Uh, and I'm doing not a movie, but another YouTube channel that I recently came across because you will love this channel. Sure. Oh, ye of little faith. Uh, uh, come it's, on. As my thing takes forever to get anywhere. Come on! Comcast is so fast. Crazy. Oh, don't play it. Don't play it. Don't. I don't nope. want you. To stop playing. That's what it's gonna do. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you load a video page? Uh, well, you obviously want the video to start right this second. Ah, uh, Lindy Page. Alrighty. Yep. Lindy Page. Cool. Uh, L I N D Y, like Page. B E I G E. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, this guy is a bit of a historian, who talks about. Weapons and history and, like, all sorts of stuff. Uh, I just watched Shield Walls and how how they're portrayed in movies and stuff. It's, you know, like the phalanx and everything. What well, really doesn't make any goddamn sense, and he goes on to his full theory about it. And he's quite entertaining. All right. Because he's talking about how, one, it doesn't make any sense, and basically the guy that wins is whoever pulls out his knife first and cuts the other guy because you're just sitting there shield to shield pushing on each other. Because that's what's going to happen. You're just pushing on each shield. And then the guy behind you pushing on you. And he's like, I would. And then you got this guy behind me with the shield pushing on me. And I'd be more likely to turn around and knife him. 
Okay. Yeah. But yeah, he also talks about uh, halberds, why they're shaped the way they are, goes into uh, theories and such. Get the idea? Yeah. And tanks, his tank thing was quite sci-fi tanks. Right? And how sci-fi, how they show up in sci-fi movies all the time and the various designs. And he actually talks about like real tanks, like for example the ratio of the treads. Because you have the, the part that touches the ground can only be so long versus how far apart they are. And they've right. actually got a sweet spot that many of many of tank makers have come up with over the years. And he actually shows it on the screen and says what it is. It's like 1.5 to 1.8 to 1 is the ratio of width to length. All right. Because if it's super long, it'll go fast, right? But you can't turn. Okay. Like, it'll start breaking shit and it just doesn't fucking turn. Versus if you're too wide, you're unstable with short treads. All right. And you start being able to tip, and yeah, they've come up with that. And well, apparently, everybody's tried various things and failed miserably. You pretty much have to stick to this narrow band. And in movies, they show all these ideas of futuristic tanks that just don't work usually. So, right? And then they have like that terrible Bond movie. Um, what's that one? Uh, where he uh, goes to all Korea. Of them? <laughs> where he goes to No, Korea. some of them are good. Some Bond movies are great, actually. I remember one where he goes to Korea. He goes to North Korea, and then the diamonds. Oh, the, guy oh, the last face. Brosnan one. Jesus Was that Christ. his last one? Yes. Yeah. Let's die another day. Yeah, with the ice fucking thing at the scene. Anyways, at the beginning, they're going to they're gonna hover over the mines, the minefields, to attack South Korea with their hover tanks. And he just goes into full detail about how that doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, they're too heavy, too. Like, it uses a cushion of air, and, a, and you would still set off the, the mines because it still pushes on the ground. Yeah. But with even more force because you've got more shit on there. And they wouldn't be stable and so on and so forth. And he's just like, well, what if it's futuristic and you've, you've got a hover tank but it doesn't use the air cushion? And he explains how that works, right? Because, like, helicopters, when they're coming to land, they get the, the resistance from the air and it's actually a problem. It makes landing harder. Right. Right, right, right. Uh, if you got over that, well, now you've got an airship and you can fly anyways, and why not just have an airship? Yeah, why are you bothering with the tank? Exactly. I mean, if you're already flying, why aren't you flying? But he's quite entertaining. He's got a bit of an English accent to him, which is always good to hear when tell somebody's talking about history things and weapons. I don't know what it is, but it just makes it more fun. It tickles the documentary orgasm a little bit. Uh-huh. But he's quite knowledgeable and talks about a number of things you would quite enjoy, especially the historical things. Uh, like... It's not just weapons and stuff. Troy goes to these different places, talks about them. He'll actually get, um, he, there's a couple where he gets, like, actual people to show things, like Longbow. He does an interview with a, lo a guy, like, a Longbow expert. Alrighty. Drink. Anyways, to those of you who like to learn shit like I do. Nobody, nobody on and, here. Entertain. You know what a lot of people are like, constantly, constantly, people are like, how do you know that shit? Because I know all these random fucking things about weapons, how to fucking blacksmith things, so on and so forth. And I'm like, am I same? I always have the exact same response, and they all just look at me like I'm being a dick, but I'm actually kind of being serious. The internet is not just for porn. Just a little. Like, am I the only person that learns things from the internet? Yes, you're it. You're alone on it. All by yourself. Or does, does everybody just sit around fapping to sissy porn on 4chan? Like... <laughs> I don't understand. No, occasionally people log on and... I'm not saying you can't 
you, you want to go fat to some sissy porn, you know, whatever. You do your thing. Okay. Occasionally they go over and be like, hey, I'm going to go... I'm going to go read I fucking love science and then tweet about it and not really understand what it means. And then I'll be angry because they haven't invented, you know, self-immolating toilets or whatever. <laughs> but, like, YouTube, yeah, everybody will just... I don't, I don't understand people that play, like, watch Let's Play and stuff. I just, I don't... I understand, like, if... Like, yeah. If, like, say you were interested in the game and you want it in the background so you could maybe see how the game was, because you don't really want to play it. Like, you're like, I know I don't want to play this game. I don't want to invest. But I'd rather just watch a short thing. Like, okay, do I care about this or not? No, I, I'm not arguing that point. I'm saying, yeah, I, that's more my preference. I've watched gameplay stuff before for that reason, to decide whether I want a game or not if I'm interested. But I don't... I don't watch a lot of it. It's but never... I, I do partially get it. Sometimes people like stuff to just put up on the background and, like, have it playing. Yeah. And let's plays can be useful for that, where you just it's playing in the background or whatever. But like, I, when I watch YouTube, most of the time I'm looking for something to, to learn. Like, I like I like new info in my brain. Most everything I do is to learn things, whether it be useful or not. Mostly not, but you know. Well, usually not. Most of the shit I know is kind of useless, but. It's interesting. <laughs> You're like, well, at least I'm getting dopamine out of this. I know how to make tracers now. But that's not from a YouTube video. So anyway. Yeah. At least I'm pushing that reward button in my head. <laughs> anyway, I think we'll wrap it up then. Yeah. I am the ultimate prepper and I don't even know it. <laughs> On that note, back to the studio.